everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. I think I can do this job, Tim. As soon as I lay down, all you see are those kids' faces. How long you been doing this? Twelve years. How do you do it? It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Imagine walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. What will we do? Children stars drift around in the sky. We're Homeland Security. You know we can't go off rescuing kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. This is my one chance to put those pieces back together. We're talking about extracting an 11-year-old girl from an army of rebels. Not just her. I'm talking about rescuing hundreds of kids. She could be a block down the road, or she could be in Moscow, Bangkok, L.A. Over two million children a year are being sucked into the deepest recesses of hell. If we do nothing, someday it's gonna reach the likes of you. What if this was your daughter? What if it were your child? Captured, raped, tortured, and trafficked? Would you stay silent, turn a blind eye? The answer should be an emphatic no. So why isn't it? And why is the land of the free and the home of the brave one of its biggest purveyors of a $150 billion industry and growing, enslaving its own? And more importantly, what can be done? When big government says no, but your wife says yes. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a high honor indeed. Founder of Operation Underground Railroad, former special agent and undercover operative for the Department of Homeland Security, and now subject of the soon-to-be-released Sound of Freedom, an action thriller portraying the incredible true story of former government agent Tim Ballard, as portrayed by iconic actor Jim Caviezel. Please welcome a modern-day hero indeed, Tim 
Ballard. Mr. Ballard, Tim, sir, welcome to Testimony. Well, thank you so much. It's so good to be on again with you. Well, it's great to have you back. First of all, I want to reiterate what an incredible film. Edge of your seat, heart-wrenching, riveting, just a few of the adjectives that come to mind, not to mention authentic, filmed on location with real-time footage. So let's get right to it. First question. You walked away from a cushy government job, just 10 months shy of receiving your pension when the government said, no, we can't go there. Your wife, Catherine, said, yes, talk about that and the personal sacrifice yet great reward that choice has produced, and now movie, Sound of Freedom. Tim Ballard, please tell us your story. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was it was crazy. You know, I, I had spent 12 years at that point uh, fighting child crimes and, and, and really so difficult fighting a bureaucracy and all these policies and jurisdictional limitations and having to come home so often was a failure simply because some bureaucrat in D.C. didn't see the vision and shut it down. And But this time was different. You know, we, we, we were in Colombia. I was there, authorized to be there by the U.S. government. And um, I saw something. I saw some things happen, and I thought, we have to, we have to engage. We, we have the ability to really rescue a lot of kids here. And when they told me to come home, like they had in the past, it, I just I couldn't say yes. I couldn't say I need, it felt wrong to, to, to come home and, and, um, you know, the, the only person I could turn to really besides God, which I had done, was my wife. And I said, what do we do? What do we do? And, and, and I'll be honest, the, the film doesn't depict the true um, cowardly state, really, that I had found myself in. Because at one point, I just wanted to come home and just say, I can't, I can't do this. We have six kids. I can't, you know, the only way I could say here is if I literally quit my job. There's no other way. And if I quit my job, we have no money. And um, I was able to get um, Glenn Beck to, to support, to fund the operation, mm-hmm. which was amazing and a, a miracle in and of itself. Um, but then it was, you know, do we really do this? There's a danger. You know, I, I don't have the backing of the U.S. government anymore. I don't have that protection. I can't I can't call a number and have a Marine unit come pull me out. Um, and so ultimately, when I was very nervous and I thought, oh, this is a bad idea. And, that we had received so many witnesses, uh, heavenly witnesses at this point, that we had to do this. And so that's why I said I was, I was being pretty cowardly, but uh, it was my wife, ultimately. In, in the film, uh, Captain is played by Mira Servino, and you know the, the line she says is, then just quit your job and go rescue those kids, and then I nod and go. Well, it's, it's a little more <laughs> complicated than that. Um, <laughs> it, it, required, it required my wife to be a lot more uh, bold than, than that because of the coward state that the film um, uh, was kind enough not to I guess of, of me and she and she said to me um, in that moment of doubt she said and it's a quote it's not a paraphrase because I remember very clearly because it, it shocked my soul she said I will not let you jeopardize my salvation by not doing this Wow, and I knew I knew where she stood, and and um, you know she stood next to next to her savior, who said something similar. Uh, he he left no doubt where he stands when it comes to children and child abuse, and you know it's the one time in the scripture perhaps where he becomes in his language mafioso. It's Jesus, so it's not wrong; it's righteous. But he says, "What happens to you 
uh, that a milf is better than a milf still be wrapped around your neck and you toss to the sea. Right. And drown at the bottom of the sea, then yeah. that you should hurt one of these children. Um, and that's, I felt that testimony coming through my wife from, 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 you know, from Jesus really. And I felt it and I thought, okay, I, I don't, I might not have the faith, but I believe that you have the faith. I believe that you know something that I don't know yet, but that's enough for now. And, and that's what got me through. And that's what allowed me the courage to turn over my gun and my badge and, and head into Columbia. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Tim Ballard's subject of the soon-to-be-released Sound of Freedom. Uh, Tim, you alluded to this in your last answer. Mira Servino plays your wife, Catherine. Uh, Jim Bates, who portrays a former drug and human trafficker turned rescuer, is also in the movie, along with Eduardo Verastegui, who gained international acclaim for Bella and Little Boy, doubling as both producer and actor in this film, and Passion of the Christ, Jim Caviezel, who portrays you, uh, Tim Ballard, and brilliantly so. That said, by all accounts, this film should have been an easy shoe and picked up by major studios, but this was not the case. Talk about that and the implications as to why your view and who ultimately said yes, a.k.a. Angel Studios, when others said no. So <clears throat> spiritual warfare, as you know, is very real. And there are powers that did not want this film out. The film was completed and ready for release in the, in the summer of 2020. Of course, COVID shut down theater, so that blocked it. And then you know, Fox originally had it, and then Disney got it. Uh, we did not want Disney to have it. They were going to shelve it. Um, and so it took some, some miracles and maneuvering on the part of, it, of Eduardo Verastegui to to wrest control of the film out of Disney's hands. Um, then he, he put together a group of amazing uh, individuals who, who supported it. And it just kind of went from hand to hand and, and never, it was so strange because the film really is, it's a, it's a work of art. It's, it's a beautiful film. And it just, but every time it, it, it fell through, I just remember thinking that was God's will. That was God's will. Mm-hmm. And then something happened last year. Um, I got a phone call. Or I got an email from someone at the set of, of The Chosen. The set, it's, the, it's in Goshen, Utah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the Jerusalem. It's where they film The Chosen. And I don't know who, I didn't know who sent it to me. It was, it was some, you know, someone's assistant who just said, hey, we'd like you to come down to the set. And I got down to the set and I find out that the only other people on that set who were invited to be there are people who gave, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars uh, to, to produce The Chosen. And I, you know, I, I, I think we were giving $200 a month. <laughs> and okay, well, yeah. my contribution didn't get me here, um, but we were happy to be here. My kids love The Chosen. It's the only movie or TV show we watch as a family. Yes. And finally, you know, the tour guide said, hey, um, uh, the rest of the group's going to go down and see them come off site, but the person who invited you here um, wants to see you, and they wouldn't even tell me who it was. And then um, the person walked through the door. And we were looking at, at Jonathan Romy, who plays Jesus. And my kids just lost it. My, my six-year-old thought he was Jesus, you know, and <laughs> ran up to him and hugged him. And it was the most beautiful thing. And, and he said that he's been our work. And, and, um, but the miracle happened after that when we were walking around the set. And two of the producers of, of The Chosen from the Angel Studios were there. 
And we bumped into each other, started talking and told them, and then the Sound of Freedom came up and they said, this is really interesting. Um, turns out it was the only day during the entire filming at Goshen on that round that those two producers, Neil Harmon and Jordan Harmon, who run Angel Studios, they just happened to be there. It happened to be the only day they were there. And that was the beginning of an amazing relationship. And, and we are so grateful, no one better on the planet to distribute this film than Angel Studios. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to Tim Ballard, his soon-to-be-released Sound of Freedom. Uh, Tim, I was impressed with director Alejandro Monteverde's filming of The Sound of Freedom, since much like the movie Sicario, the viewer is taken into the bowels of depravity without over-enhancing the obvious that happens while there, the acting is stellar, the intensity white knuckle, yet the overarching message, redeeming and hopeful, a film the entire family can watch, and I would add Oscar-worthy. That said, Tim Ballard, what part of the film is most meaningful to you and why, and what part was most difficult to relive? So the most meaningful scene for me Interestingly, it isn't really the uh, action scenes which are exciting and, you know, the, the takedowns and the arrests. And they're, they're, it's also meaningful, but the most meaningful scene is when the government tells me to come home and we're halfway through the operation and it's, the whole thing's going to collapse. And there's an individual that in the film, they call him Vampiro, Vampire. Um, I, he's a real individual um, that, that operates and works with us to this day, works with us. We call him Batman. DC Comics wouldn't let us use the name Batman for the film. But we call him that because he works in the dark and he's, he loves the Lord and he, he works in the dark and he, 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 he rescues children. And he's very frustrated. It's a really, it's a very real moment. And he says, I can't believe the bureaucracy is going to get in the way of this. Well, then I asked him in the movie, and you remember this scene where Jim Caruso asked Bill Camp, who's playing the, the role of, of Batman or Vampiro. Right. And, and he says, well, what are you, why are you doing this? And he proceeds to tell a story as a true story of what happened to this individual, that he was a drug runner. He was a cartel guy. And, um, and he was part of the problem, abusing uh, victims of, of trafficking. And he had a coming to Jesus moment and turned his life around like a Damascus road, truly a Damascus road experience, turned around and used his skills to go back into the dark and her rescuing kids. And he's telling this story and he, he tells about the part where he's, he wants to kill himself. He's so distraught. And he says, I put, the, I put the gun to my head. And he said, I decided before I pulled the trigger, this, this might be the right time just to ask and see if God maybe exists and if he has anything to say to me. And exactly. He, he, and he said, so I did. And then, he, and then he doesn't tell us the story. He says, so I did. I, I reached out to God. And then he looks at Jim Caviezel across the table and he says, when God tells you what to do, you cannot hesitate. And, the, and then the camera zooms in on Jim. Something happens to him. His eyes, I asked him later, like, what was that? He said, the Holy Ghost took over. And you, his eyes say a thousand things. And it's basically, that was the answer to his prayer. And it was to my, in real life for me. Like, I have, I have to stay. I have to stay here. I, 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 I have to follow the example of this former cartel drug runner and, and give up whatever I have to give up, my job included, to go and do this. So that by far is the most meaningful uh, because that was the call. That was the calling. That was the thing that, 
um, that led to my wife, you know, double calling me down on this, that I had to do this, um, that we had to do this. And then I'd say the, 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 the um, answer to the second question, the scene that was uh, the most emotional for me to relive or even difficult to relive, um, it has to be the, the scene, if you remember, uh, when the little boy, I, I, I take the little boy out of the van, uh, the little boy who has been trafficked. Now, at, at that point, I'll say this, Homeland Security allowed um, the producers to film in the very place where this scene took place, in the very lane at the port of entry in Calexico, California, on the border of Mexico, um, where this boy was extracted from the van. And at that point, I had already seen the, the images, the videos that were made of this little five-year-old boy where he was being brutally sexually assaulted um, to make child exploitation material. And so that scene where I take that little boy in my arms and that begins this journey um, into craziness and, and, and rescue operations, um, that is a hard scene for me to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And in, in conjunction with that scene, the little boy, you know, he, he gives me this necklace. And the necklace has my name on it. Um, I actually suggested to the filmmakers, like, I don't think you should include this story. Real as it is, and it is real. I have the necklace, and it does have my name on it. It's a scripture for, for Timothy 611. They, and I said, no one's going to believe this is a real story, so you probably should just leave it out. And they said, nope, we're putting it in. So that whole scene with the van and the necklace and a little boy, that is very difficult for me to relive. So emotional, um, so, so heart-wrenching to see what happened to him and to know that there's other kids attached to his case. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Tim Ballard, his soon-to-be-released Sound of Freedom. Tim, give us some of the stats our audience may not be aware concerning child trafficking in all of its forms and just how you've been able to stomach the horrors of what you've had to view. Surely, a calling from God, few could endure tim ballard so the stats are quite disturbing um you mentioned earlier that 150 billion dollars a year are made up the backs of slaves of modern day slavery and um it's the fastest growing criminal enterprise on the planet it rivals the drug trade believe it or not because these these, these traffickers these even drug traffickers are recognizing look we, you can sell and this this lines in the film as well and it's a true it's a true uh, uh, principle here that you can, you can sell a bag of cocaine one time. You can take one of these children. You, they sell them between 10 and 20 times within a 24-hour period. That is not an exaggeration. There's a lot of money to be made in this industry. And with sex addiction going to the roof, thanks to our friends in, at Hollywood who can't seem to sexualize our, our people and our children enough, yeah. uh, it's only growing. It's only more and more. The demand is growing. And, and so the supply grows. And that's the children. Um, and so it is. it is a problem that in the end, you know, Jesus will have to come and take care of, uh, um, and he does already, but I'm, I'm talking about the big day, the big day when he, when he comes and heals all things. But, um, in the meantime, you know, it is on us. We have to do everything we can, um, to, to fulfill that, that man, that scriptural mandate to liberate the captive and to rescue God's children. And, you know, there's a scene in the film where Tim Caviezel is talking to, the same Batman character and Batman character asks him, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And Jim leans across the table and says, because God's children are not for sale. And that's the message that everybody needs to have. The film is not 
so dark. I mean, definitely punching the stomach, but an endless hope, inspiration, solution. Amen. We can rescue, we can, we can liberate the captive and do the job that Jesus wants us to do until, until he comes and, 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 and heals all the others, which will happen. And if I didn't know that, I don't know that I could do this. If I didn't know that, that his grace could heal all things and all these children, uh, because some of the kids we rescue, they never heal. You know, you, 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 you weep for them for, their, for a lifetime. But if I didn't know the power of Jesus to heal and, to, and, to, and his grace to, to cover all of this, I don't think I could do it. I, I couldn't do it. And, and that also answers the question of how, how I do it. It's that same grace that heals these victims that, that will heal, that can and will and does heal me and, and my team and my family. And, and I, I put everything in that. Everything, my, my faith is everything um, to me in order to do, to do this work. Amen and amen. In our remaining moments here today, Tim, uh, what aftercare programs and facilities are in place for those who have been trafficked? And does your organization, Operation Underground Railroad, provide those resources and or do you partner with those that do? Yes. Um, so one of our largest departments at Operation Underground Railroad is our aftercare department. Um, we have regional directors for operations uh, in five regions across the world and what, and, and paralleling that as aftercare regional director. So what we do is we, we, um, we partner with organizations that are on the ground, the experts in the field, there's cultural sensitivities where, you know, you can't go into these countries and create some program. You find the best programs there, the private institutions, other NGOs, we make sure they're well-funded, sourced, and only then, once you figure that piece out, will we even attempt to work with law enforcement in that region to rescue anybody? Um, because if there's no aftercare, there is no rescue. I mean, if you try to do a rescue without aftercare, the chances of that, of that child or woman ending, ending back with the traffickers is, 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 is very, very high. You have to have that long-term um, aftercare solution, and, and we do. Praise God. Amen and amen. Last question. What do you want the audience to most take away from watching Sound of Freedom? I want the audience to fight for children. Um, I didn't think this would be the answer. But the answer I'm going to give you, I didn't think it would be even two years ago. I would have said, hey, support rescue operations around the world. It's bigger than that. The, 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 the field, the, the playing field, the field of human trafficking is extended in ways that are horrifying where children are being targeted, even not just by human traffickers, but by the quote-unquote good guys. I'm, I'm talking about the policies that we're seeing develop even in our own country, the land of the free, uh, and and what they're doing in sexualizing our children with, with under the under the name sexual education or uh, you know, they're enslaving our children in the name of liberating them, allowing them the ability to consent to all sorts of horrifying things that they're not, they can't consent to. And one of those things will shortly be sex with adults. And that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that this godless woke culture that is invading our, our public, our policies uh, will lead to a day when there's no more laws to enforce. I'll be out of a job, not because we rescued all the kids, but quite to the contrary, because there's no laws left that protect children. And so I want people to wake up and recognize that our children, for the first time in our lifetimes, or maybe ever, uh, and at least in, 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 in the history of America, children are at the forefront. They are the target. They are in the crosshairs 
of spiritual warfare. And if we don't wake up soon to that, it'll be a nightmare that, that will touch us all and one we'll never wake up from. So I want people to wake up and, and fight for the one group that cannot fight for themselves, that cannot speak, that cannot march, that cannot riot. They are the children who are always forgotten, and it's time to stand up for them. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to former special operative for the Department of Homeland Security and now founder of Operation Underground Railroad, Tim Ballard, whose life story as an undercover operative rescuing children from the horrors of human trafficking can be seen in his soon-to-be-released Sound of Freedom, opening nationwide July 4th, 2023, at a theater near you. You can learn more about Tim Ballard's work, ministry, and mission by visiting ourrescue.org. That's O-U-R rescue.org and help support get involved and then get your tickets at angel.com slash freedom where you can also pay it forward and share the hope the child you save could be your own mr ballard tim sir it has been an absolute honor having you share just a little of your story and the phenomenal and sacrificial risks you took to rescue our most vulnerable from the horrors of sex trafficking and miraculously so, your courage in the face of fear as powerfully documented in your must-see Sound of Freedom is a film every parent, child, teacher, pastor, billionaire, and banker need to see. And now Revelation 12:11 states, and I quote, we overcome the evil one by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, end quote. If ever a film was a testament to doing just that, Sound of Freedom is, and powerfully so. We thank you, this nation thanks you, and every hurting child waiting to be rescued thanks you. God bless you. God bless you and thank you. An estimated 2 million children are trafficked every year, and we can help them. Sound of Freedom is based on a true story about real-life heroes saving kids from the dark world of child trafficking. We know this is heartbreaking and it hurts to look at, but the first step in helping these children is hearing their story. Not enough people know this problem exists, and even fewer people are willing to do anything about it. Our goal is to inspire 2 million people to attend the film's opening weekend, to represent the 2 million trafficked children around the world. To spread the word, Angel Studios set up a pay it forward program where you can pay for someone else's ticket who might not otherwise see it. If the ticket price is stopping you from attending, claim your free ticket at angel.com freedom. Sound of Freedom opens the week of July 4th. Every parent, every adult, and every teenager in America should be there to see it. If millions of us come together today to see this film, we could propel the movement to help save millions of children around the world. And you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. 
Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.